This is an exclusive presentation of WoWo 1190 AM and 107.5 FM, Unholstered, giving you an in-depth look at all the stories, events, and topics that show how our officers serve and fight for our community every single day, Unholstered. Happy New Year, everyone. Yay. Welcome on into our January 1st edition of Unholstered. Sophia, they obviously are keeping us around to kick off a new year here. They are. I mean, how could they not, though, right? That's episode so. 21, right? Yes, episode. welcome 2022. I love it. My name is Kayla Blakesley. I'm one of your hosts here, obviously, alongside Sophia. Good morning, everyone. My name is Sophia rosales Katina. I'm a captain with the Fort Wayne Police Department. Welcome to the 2022 uh, Unholstered show. Um, happy Happy New Year, everyone. Um, this show is uh, special. Again, if you didn't catch our last show, we had an amazing guest we were honored to have. And this this year, uh, he's come back. Um, we're going to talk about 2022. We're going to talk about the vision for the Fort Wayne Police Department, what, we're hope, what our hopes are, and what our challenges will be for this next year. And before Sophia actually introduced our special guest for this special episode today, I do want to remind you, as she mentioned, um, he was on... Two weeks ago, uh, before the Christmas holiday, uh, taking a look back at 2021 in terms of the Fort Wayne Police Department uh, here in our community. And I'd really encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. You can actually download uh, uh, segments or shows of Unholstered online anywhere you can download a podcast. It, it was a great show, and we want to kick. We wanted to kick off the year really strong, so we asked him to come back. Uh, Police Chief Steve Reed, Stephen Reed of the Fort Wayne Police Department. And Chief Reed, we asked you to come back because, yes, we did that look back on 2021. And the show goes so fast. It's only 27 minutes long. It's so short. So I wanted to make sure we had ample time to talk about the future, as Sophia mentioned, the vision for the Fort Wayne Police Department as we walk into 2022 together. So with that, we'd like to say good morning and welcome you back. Good morning, Kayla. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm glad you could make the time to come back. Uh, before we do walk down this road and walk into the future here of 2022, for folks who maybe did miss last week, can you just maybe pull uh, out a couple of highlights from 2021? Uh, a couple of highlights is, um, you know, having our 21st and 22nd lateral police officer class, have those officers join us from other departments. Uh, they're now working with us and for us. So when you say lateral, that could have been a police officer maybe working in Chicago or Atlanta, and they've come here to Fort Wayne, right? Yes, we've had officers from uh, different uh, locally and then from different areas of the country, California, New York, come here because wow. they want to be here in this community. It's a huge deal. Yeah, they recognize the, the great department we have, and they've decided to join us. What about maybe some new programs and whatnot for 2021? Yes, for 2021, we um, added two social workers to our heart team, our hope and recovery team. Um, I don't want anyone to misunderstand. The, the social workers were in addition to the Fort Wayne Police Department. They did not replace any police officers. Actually, our count uh, for total officers is going up. Um, that's another positive in 2022. For yeah, that's another positive. Uh, they, they've been uh, very successful so far, so they will respond with uh, detectives when there is an overdose call. Um, and the hope is that those social workers and detectives can direct these folks into treatment rather than filling up the sheriff's jail, which I'm sure he's greatly appreciative <laughs> that we not do that. Um, and I work closely with Sheriff Gladio, um, and we've talked about this. Uh, in 2021, um, the heart team has had 352 contacts with individuals that they are attempting to direct towards treatment. They stay in contact with these individuals. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of times it takes multiple attempts uh, at treatment 
uh, for there to be success. So we hope to continue that in 2022 um, with the positive results of this program. Is there plans to add more social workers then in 2022? Not in 2022, okay. but we will definitely look for that in the future. Uh, they joined us about halfway through uh, 2021. Okay. Um, so they're really uh, getting established. I'm fascinated by this topic because there is such a call right now uh, for social workers to be a part of and in some cases replace um, officers with the Fort Wayne Police Department. So as of right now here in Fort Wayne, we essentially have two social workers that will go out with the heart team is that yeah they're they're narcotics detectives what is the heart team for folks who maybe are completely unaware of that so the heart team is a it's the hope and recovery team and what it is is we've identified two detectives in our vice narcotics unit who will make contact or folks can call the number for heart um, you can find oh. it on our webpage. you can ask us to check on someone who may need our services and and we assist people in finding recovery um, encourage them to get in to, with, with the help of the social workers we can f provide resources for families um, and this is just to help with this this overdose crisis that we're seeing um, we, we cannot lock up people in in a medical crisis because let's face it this what this is what it is yes it's an illegal drug yes they should face consequences if you will but consequences in jail are not going to get them treatment yeah. so we want these people to seek treatment with their families to know that they can call our heart team and we will respond um, and we will talk to the addict we will try to get them in treatment and you know it's worked well in the past it's that not going to be my next question <laughs> it's not a hundred percent Sure, but as we had the guest Nate Mollering on, he was part of that. It was part of that team. I didn't realize that. Um, the detective that talked to him was was part of Vice Narcotics, so he was part, new of the program. They got him in, you know, he was talked to, and he sought treatment after that. So, you know, these things don't work for everyone, but if it, we can help a couple people along the way and keep those people out of the system and help them get recovery, we're more than happy to do that. So on this note of programs, I think that one's pretty Pretty cool, pretty remarkable, pretty timely also. Um, what are some other maybe new programs that you have lying ahead as we walk into 2022? We, besides the continuation of the HEART team, we want to continue our joint efforts with the Indiana State Police. And I want to thank Doug Carter, the superintendent. Uh, we work closely together. Um, together, we have a trooper assigned to us uh, from the state police. Continue to work with the sheriff, Sheriff Gladio and his folks there, and also our federal partners. We have officers assigned to each of the federal agencies uh, so we can have that um, relationship that we work together. Everybody knows what everyone else is doing. Sure. Um, our 66 recruit class will be starting here pretty soon uh, in January. Um, we're going to seat 40 recruits. That will get our uh, staffing levels up to 485. We're currently... Um, we were currently budgeted for 480, but again, thanks to city council and the mayor Henry, nice. we're going to get up to 485 and look to continue that uh, in years to come, increasing our numbers. Um, so we want to stay at a, a good staffing level. So a lot of good positive forward momentum for 2022. Right. And a lot of this new programming coming out is the interview now system that we have for recruiting our recruiting team. You know, we just got that kicked off um, earlier in or yeah, in 2021, um, but it's going full force now. So this new recruit class will be fully 
pushed into the interview now system so we'll know how that works for us and we'll know if if that's a good thing that we'll continue to use but so far it looks really good i think the the feedback is from the people um, in our hiring process is that they really appreciate the communication i hope i can ask about this i think it was called the lost team you mentioned lost, this to me yes. yeah uh, months ago. Is yes. that something being implemented this year still? It will be. Um, the federal funding came through and it's going to be for all of uh, Northeast Indiana, but that's run out of um, Alice Jordan-Miles from PFW. She also works in suicide prevention. She's really heading that up. We will be uh, utilizing that. We haven't gotten that underway. It'll probably be late January, early February. We still have a little bit of administrative things to do, sure. uh, but we're looking to go out on those scenes of, of suicide and help those families to stop that cycle and get them services they need. Wow, what a huge one. What else? What else is happening? We look to uh, have full implementation of our body camera program mm. in uh, 2022. Uh, last what does year, that mean? Uh, so all uh, uniform operations personnel will be equipped with a body camera. In 2021, we got just over 100 officers equipped, and we will finish uh, in 2022 equipping the rest of our operations division with body cameras. Uh, we also look to further develop uh, our drone as first responders program. And by saying that, we're not just having drones fly around <laughs> everywhere. They will be at a fixed location. And when a serious call for service comes in, a robbery, a shooting, we look to launch a drone to the location of the incident and feed real-time information back to the officers cool. before they get on scene so they know exactly what they're getting into. Yeah, oh. I want to speak a little bit on that because I want to clarify some, some misinformation that Please. people may have. This is a preventative measure um, for the safety of our officers and citizens as well. So like Chief Reed said, this thing isn't just going up uh, above your head just trying to, trying to find information on you. We, these are directed um, flights that will go into areas like a shooting may have occurred. A lot of times, you know, we've talked about this in the show before, ambushes are up on officers of over 140%. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that this is an actual situation going on. And if that uh, drone can get there in quick time, more so than our officers can, they can go and assess that scene and see if it's something okay, one officer is not going to be enough. Um, we're going to need everybody to go in, or maybe they hold back till backup arrives um, because it's just too volatile. I mean, you don't want to send someone in to, to a situation where they're alone and then things have to happen or someone has to die. Um, so we want to get there, but we want to get there safely. We want to make sure that the scene is safe for, um, for our citizens as well. If we need to put on an alert right away, we can do that um, through that 911 um <laughs> system that we yes, have, right? Yes. The tech system. We can get those out right away to give people notification, but we want to make sure that the incident actually has occurred because we get a lot of a lot of false calls too, um, and we've known that those sometimes can turn into ambush situations. Okay, a couple of things. I have so many questions because what another cool topic, right? These right. drones. I feel like yeah. we need to do a whole. Episode we will be on doing this. an Please. episode okay. on drones. That's what yes. I want yes, for, for 2022. <laughs> So right now, are drones being implemented for this, or is this completely new for 2022? So we've had drones for quite some time, and they go up on uh, missing children, missing adults mm -hmm. to help find them uh, on a, a situation uh, to where there's a call out. Our SWAT team, which is called our emergency services team, gets called out to a hostage situation or a barricaded subject threatening to do harm to himself or others. Uh, they will go. They will be um, put up, if you would, to monitor an overhead uh, to monitor the situation and feed that information back 
to uh, hostage negotiators and, and SWAT team commanders about what um, what they can see, what the pilots can see. Uh, our program here, and um, you know, our folks are incredible. Our pilots, our supervisors over the program, uh, they're nationally recognized. Uh, wow. People are coming to the Fort Wayne Police Department to see how we're doing things here uh, with our drone program. Um, we've been able to um, launch during events that no one else in the country had been allowed to, but once they saw um, how effective it was, they, they uh, allowed, allowed that to happen. It's really a premier team, and we are getting a lot of national recognition. They hold drone conferences. It's probably one of the first in the nation. We were able to hold that here. Um, so we're getting a lot of attention to our drone unit, and they are incredible people. And they are, they're sent out. They're one of our most called-out teams. So they do accidents homicides, they do missing persons. I mean, they do a slew of stuff and it's just a handful of guys going above and beyond. Yeah. Again, they're not a full, uh, full-time full team. They go above and beyond their shift and they, they do a remarkable job and it's such vital information for the safety of everyone. I always compare a, a lot of these these extra teams of going above and beyond to that of special teams on a football team, yeah. right? You have your normal position that you do, but then you're also on these special teams being called out, like the SWAT team or this drone program, for example. Yeah. So do these pilots, I mean, not anybody can just fly a drone right you've got to right. go through probably i would assume some special yeah, training you do you have to have a, a pilot certification to fly you have to have faa clearance to fly so there's a really long process a lot of testing a lot of uh, a book work uh, to be done and a lot of real time um, on the drone before you're proficient enough to fly i kind of feel like you've been holding out on me with that topic sophia <laughs> i had no idea it's a huge <laughs> topic and i do have them lined up for uh, later on this year along with some other cool stuff. Definitely a lot of good stuff that we just talked about, but for sake of time, I kind of want to move ahead and just, uh, I would love to hear from you, Chief Reed, when it comes to just top priorities, these are the biggest things that we need to address as we embark on 2022. Again, working with our partners uh, in law enforcement, state police, sheriff's office, and our federal partners, it is to continue to seize the illegal drugs that yeah. are flowing into our country, into our city, um, we will continue uh, our best efforts to uh, stop that flow into Fort Wayne and to seize what gets here. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we did talk about the massive quantities that we seized in 2021. Um, Can you share those numbers again? Because I just found them staggering when you shared them and when we were taking our look back in our last episode. Sure. So in 2020, we seized 905 grams of fentanyl. And in 2021, we've seized 5,029 grams. Jeez. So over 11 pounds. And in for meth, uh, methamphetamine, we've seized 2,657 grams in 2020. And we've seized 6,460 grams in 2021. So our Vice Narcotics Unit is working and diligently clock. and hard and around the clock. And uh, sometimes they don't get the credit they deserve, but these men and women do uh, extraordinary work with, with a little bit of people. Really wanted to drive that point home. I hear all too often about, why do I care about the drug epidemic here in Fort Wayne and little old Fort Wayne? We don't have a problem. And I, I just think it's so important to emphasize that this is happening across the country. The flow of these drugs is occurring in every city, every town across the country. So I just wanted to hammer that home because I agree with you, Chief Reed. I think it's got to be a top priority as we head into this, this new year. It should be a top priority for everyone. Well, just to put that in perspective, uh, a two milligram dose of fentanyl uh, is a lethal, a lethal dose. It can kill someone. So with just what we seized, Jeez. that was 2.5 million fatal doses. So just what we seized in Fort Wayne? Yeah. 
Wow. Um, this is this is not a, it's not a joke, right? And I think people always think it's it's over in that neighborhood, it's over in in that high crime area over there. This is everywhere in Fort Wayne. This is southwest, southeast, northwest, northeast. This is in the county, the rural areas. Uh, this is in affluent neighborhoods as well as low um, socioeconomic neighborhoods all across the political spectrum. So this we've talked about that before this affects everyone and if you don't think it affects you you probably just don't know that someone in your life is probably addicted and you just don't know it well like i said i'm glad that y'all are continuing to bring awareness to it it's something that i do on my show i try to bring awareness to it constantly i was just having this conversation with my my mom about fentanyl and she says to me what's that and i said mom (laughs) how do you not know how do you not know but it was a good reminder for me sure that not everybody does know about this so like i said i'm just really glad to hear that is a top priority for 2022 what else well this may or may not be popular but uh, (laughs) we are looking at increased traffic enforcement Um, you're right that's probably not going to be very popular received (laughs) received numerous complaints about uh, driving uh, on our streets Um, I've observed it as well Mm -hmm. Um, so our operations folks do a fantastic job but because they're responding to so many calls for service it is difficult for them to operate in a traffic function. By that, I mean issuing traffic citations, warnings. Um, so we're going to look to do a little bit more uh, with the traffic unit in 2022. And we will have L- Lieutenant um, Mays on here. He spoke about um, OWI a few episodes ago, but I'll have him back. We're going to talk about the special programming we do, um, the, the grants that we get for traffic enforcement, and we'll go into what those mean and what we're going to be doing and, and how that comes about um, in a later episode. Yeah, so there's a lot more science to it than just, hey, we're going to start pulling over yes. people left and right. Yes. How's it going, by the way? Um, I, I don't know how this works, uh, but it was implemented in our state, I believe it was last year or the year before, that you can no longer drive having a cell phone in your hand whatsoever. How's that? It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> no one's listening to that law. Yeah. And it's it's hard uh, to find the time to pull as many people over as many people are doing I would assume so. It. I would feel like you'd be inundated uh, with that. You, we would be, and I asked about special enforcement for that, and we'll talk about that when we talk about um, the enforcement we're going to be doing. We'll, we'll talk specifically about what's to come um, because that's going to be part of um, one of these details that we do as the hands-free driving because people are just not paying attention. I see it all the that, time. You know, and then they're eating and putting on makeup. And I saw someone reading a book once what? when I was in my personal vehicle. I'm like, how are you reading a book and driving? Um, it's, it's, it's just unfathomable what people do <laughs> behind the wheel of their cars. So we'll be talking to him about that and talking about the hands-free driving a little bit more. One more big priority for 2022. I'm sure you've got a whole list, but, you know, the show is only 27 minutes long. No. Uh, another big priority, and I, I mentioned this earlier with our basic recruit classes, we have to keep our numbers up. Yeah. And thanks uh, to all the men and women of the Fort Wayne Police Department in our community, but a special thanks to our recruitment team. They've been able to um, get us enough applicants to fill a recruit class where many agencies across the country are, are severely understaffed, and it's not looking much better for them to get to their full staffing. Sophia, what's that number that people can text if they want to be considered a a member of the Fort Wayne Police Department? Uh, The number is 260-233-9850. They text it or call that number? Text that number and put in the text, join FWPD. Unfortunately, I feel like we've talked about a lot of good stuff. We kind of have to talk about the bad here, Chief Reed. Just, and maybe not so much bad, but just, just challenges. Obviously, no matter where you work, no matter what you do, you're always faced with challenges. What would you say would be some of your big challenges as we head into the new year? In my opinion, two of our biggest challenges 
are the increased violence among our young folks, our teenagers. A lot of our violence really? this year involved people under the age of 20, sometimes under the age of 15. Um, we do have excellent partnerships, not only with our neighborhoods, with Fort Wayne Community Schools, the Boys and Girls Club, to try to engage our young people, to try to direct them out of that lifestyle. Uh, unfortunately, uh, in, in 2021, we saw uh, an increase in violence among young people. Um, we hope that that, that that does not continue. Uh, we will do our job of enforcement if it's criminal activity. Um, but we're trying to engage with our young people and continue to try to engage with them uh, so they don't go down that road. Do you know what I'm going to ask you? No, he doesn't know. I, I think I do. Do you know what I'm going to ask? <laughs> do you think COVID had an impact on this? I mean, young people have been pent up. They're inside. A lot of them haven't been able to see their friends or be involved in sporting activities or the hobbies they do. Do you think that's correlated to some of this uh, aggression? The violence that we're seeing in some of our, our, our young folks, uh, I don't believe is correlated with okay. um, COVID. Uh, there's many other factors at play here, uh, home life. Mm -hmm. um, the unfortunate uh, violence being normalized, if you would, yeah. in our country, um, you know, we, we got to change things video games music movies books i i it's just how we treat each other yeah i mean yes. just how we talk to each other how the even just having basic respect for one another in people's opinions if they differ then it becomes you know these shaming and mm -hmm. just really bad words you say to people and wishing death upon people wishing for rape against people mm -hmm. i'm like it just it makes no sense to me and you know, these are societal problems, and while we see the result of those problems as police officers and people's behavior, this starts way before we're involved with anyone. Um, these are things that happen throughout a person's life in the home, whether it's abuse, neglect, um, criminal behavior from the parents that the kids don't know better. This is a lifestyle. This is encouraged, mm -hmm. um, those kinds of things. So these are societal problems that are laid at our doorstep, but I don't know that we have that capacity to address those. We try, we try to have those partnerships with, with the uh, young people and everything, but sometimes, you know, we've talked about this before, what we can have those um, camps, we, they can have a great time, we can interact with them while they're with us, but when they go home, what is that home like, life then like? Well, and Chief Reed mentioned it, you know, you said you have a great relationship um, with Fort Wayne Community Schools, and that's something that I've learned over my time here with Sophia and with Unholstered, is your school resource officers, your, how they are just wildly impacting our, our young people in a positive, inspiring way. And I, so to, I'm, I'm glad to hear, again, that's a priority for yours, because I do think it's important, Sophia, because you're right, it's a societal prob problem, and, and it starts in the home. It does. And I, I would like, I think one of our biggest challenges is to have that recognized that this is not a police problem, yeah. that we have to start addressing these things in an I early age. I would say age. a lot of issues out there aren't a police problem. It's no, just unfortunately just, they get we, laid at your feet. Yeah, the behaviors that people get after yeah. having these issues then become our problem because they're mm -hmm. they're in violation of the law um, or their their violence or, or abuse, uh, the overdose mm -hmm. uh, as well. So I think if we really want to address these problems as a community, we really need to look inward at ourselves and what we're doing with our own families and get back to having those family dinners, talking to our kids, ha you know, showing them a little bit more kindness, a little bit more love, 
Um, and you don't have to be just a parent to do that. You can be a mentor yeah. too. Yeah. Amen to that for sure. Really quick, uh, before we wrap up, as we we head into the new year, um, Chief Reed, I just wanted to give you the opportunity if you would like to, you know, pass along a message to the community, to residents, to the Fort Wayne Police Department, um, maybe your overall vision or your goals as, as we approach 2022. Well, yes, I just want to say thank you to your community. And uh, I would ask that if you see an officer, um, say thank you. Uh, that the officers love that. I mean, we've had people put on picnics for us, other events, but truly at the end of the day, the officer's just like a, a, a sincere thank you. Like a high five or a, hey, I'll pick <laughs> up your coffee tab. I always do that. I always say it almost every episode I see, I, we have here too, that, geez, if you see a police officer, just wave at him. You know, that yeah. simple act of, of a smile or a wave can really go a long way. Sophia, something that you and I talked about here as we, we head into the new year, we want to do something special here on Unholstered. We really want to include you in our conversation. So we want you to text us on our text back line at 46862 any question or topic that you'd like to be, to cover. It could be something that we've already talked about that you maybe want us to go more in depth on, or it could be something we haven't even talked about yet. Right. And we do have some episodes coming up. We really want to um, get more information out about our Crimes Against Persons Unit, which would entail... Um, child molesting, rape. I want to talk, bring on someone, two sergeants from that division to talk about, you know, what those crimes are, what they mean, how hard they are to prosecute, and what we do as a department to really make sure that our victims are treated fairly and well and with respect. I also want to bring on someone from the Sexual Assault Treatment Center because they do amazing work. They're forensic nurses that go in after these things happen to children and women and men, um, and they go and collect that evidence that we can use in court, and they are amazing women. And this this um, treatment center has been around for 25 years as of last year. So it's wow. I was here when it first started. I was part of that. And they're amazing people to work with. And I'm so proud of them and what they've done. So we'll be talking about our air support unit as well, because I know that's a lot of information that people want to know about. And of course, you promised me we'll talk about drones. Yeah, that's what the ASU unit. Yep. Um. You can always count on me for wanting those, uh, yes. those fun ones for sure. Sophia, Chief Reed, I appreciate you being here. Good luck as you venture into another year as Chief of the Fort Wayne Police Department. Well, thank you very much and have a safe and happy 2022. Yes, you too, my friend. Your town, your team, your topics. This is Unholstered. Thanks for listening to Unholstered. Be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen. And remember, you can listen every Saturday morning at 1030 on WoWo 1190 and 107.5 FM. Podcasts by Federated Media.